Welcome back to Real Phonies, where we take a love for movies and television and combine it with very little knowledge about movies and television. I'm your host, Christian. Join me and my co-host, Joseph. Yellow. Ian. Hey, what's up, guys? We're minus J. Hugh. Mm-hmm. But we're going to do a quick mini-episode recap review of Game of Thrones Season 8, Episode 2. Yep. What is the name of it? A Night well, of, it was, night it of was the Seven for, Kingdoms? It was night for a good while, kings. just Episode 69. Yeah, they didn't m- want to tell us. Many people, appropriate. Many people just thought <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it, was, it was on HBO. Where did you find that? It was on HBO's website and Hulu and all the stuff. It didn't have the episode title. It yeah. just said... 60, episode that 69. was 69. I thought there was more than that. Yeah. Well, you could think of C- 7 didn't have a full yeah. 10. Yeah. So. The t- title ended up being A Night of the Seven Kingdoms. Appropriate. Indeed. Uh, so this episode, entirely in Winterfell, if I'm mistaken. Nope. I absolutely. Think, entirely in Winterfell. Uh, opens immediately with Jamie basically being on trial mm-hmm. in yep. front of Daenerys, Sansa, uh, and John. Things go fairly his way. Yeah. They go really well, honestly. to Brienne, yeah, yeah. Tyrion, and John. Mm-hmm. And Sansa. Uh, and Bran. And uh, Bran doesn't say that Bran doesn't do Jamie threw, threw him out the window. Yeah. That's yeah. true. <laughs> um, I don't really remember how things happen in order of this episode. Sure. A bunch of people meet at a fireplace. Yep. Uh, this, this, is, this is not a big action-y episode. It's all dialogue. It is all dialogue. Yeah. I thought better dialogue than the first episode, for you sure. You weren't huge on the first episode. No, 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 I think this was much better written. I like both of them, but I mean, this one, it is it is all dialogue, yeah. which I like, because I mean, that's one of the reasons I like Game of Thrones in the first place. My issue with this episode is based entirely around the idea that well, the whole episode is a lot of, a lot of people are going to die, yep. and so it was a lot of foreshadowing of things that will not happen. So, Masande and Grey Worm. Worm talking about going to the beach... Not going to happen. Yep. At yep. least one of them will die, if not both of them die. And my money is on the Sunday dying. Hmm. Two, Tyrion saying, I think we're going to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is a death sentence yeah. for everyone in that room. Yeah. I fucking love that line, though, because it was such a tension cutter, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty great. It was pretty great. That was my favorite scene was that that fireplace scene. Everything about it was everything, great. Everything was, in the fireplace. My scene my was great. god, how much of a treasure is Tormund? Yeah. Tormund is the best. <laughs> Tormund's yeah. great. Yeah. It just didn't like on the first episode felt very like fan like they were just doing fan service. That's mm-hmm. what I felt. This one I felt was better written in that it, there was more going on like, you know, I really like Tormund's story. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Why like, he's called Giant's Yeah, Pain. like yeah. you know, it was the kind of stuff that they haven't done in a while since they they really sped up the pace, I thought. You know what I mean? It was just people sitting in a room talking. I actually like it because I think they slowed down the pace a little bit. Everything, you know, we've talked a lot about the travel issue and stuff like yeah. that. Things were just like, we're skipping to moments. I like that this was a whole episode in just hours before a moment. Yeah. yeah. Like it's over the course of maybe like 12 hours. And I, I think that plays to its strength. No, absolutely. And I, I kind of feel like it almost feels like the last couple of seasons have been on fast forward and now we finally reached the part we want to get to and now yeah. we can slow down again. So yep. there's still those logical gaps that we're never going to explain, but we've just made those assumptions and are pressing forward and are kind of going back to, you know, the dialogue heavy early season structure. Yeah, it, it felt very se- early season episode. Mm-hmm. This reminded sure. me of an early season episode. I felt that way about both of them, but you're right. This one yeah. is really... I mean, I had a I had a smile on my face almost the whole episode because every line of dialogue to me was great in this one. And and yeah, as great. as we've talked about at this point, we're all payoff, you know. Yeah, 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 every yeah. everything is characters running into each other that we want to run into each other. And... Well, the big moment in the show is of course the Brienne being knighted. Yes. Yep. And again, that's payoff. You've okay. waited for a long like why in the hell did Renly Baratheon not do that? Yeah. To begin with, Renly wasn't even a rightful king, so mm-hmm. he you know what I mean like. There's no reason him to be like, well, the law states. I, I thought it was, that's probably my favorite. Like, it hit me in the feels more no, than, no, it's, more it's than anything moment. that I can even remember, like, 
red weddings up there, but like, yeah, it hit me like I was like, oh yeah, this got me. Especially <laughs> Brienne, who's so generally like stoic and serious, mm-hmm. just she can't help but smile. Yeah, and she, had, and she had tears in her yeah, eyes. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it was she. She played that well. I thought. I thought it was well acted on her part. I really, my favorite Brienne moment is when her and Jamie are first talking, and she's like, "What's going on here? You've yeah. never gone this long without <laughs> insulting me." I will say that moment made me kind of rethink all my Jamie theories because I was like, I mean, Jamie's story kind of comes full circle yeah. in that moment where he truly does like a noble good thing. Yeah. I and figure he, you got figure one Lannister, one Lannister's going next episode because the other one's got to fulfill the prophecy. So I figure one of them's got to go, either Tyrion or Jamie. You know, I was reading we were talking about Wiki of Ice and Fire on the yeah. way here. I was reading Wiki of Ice and Fire on the, uh, this week, and the Valencar prophecy is actually not in the show. When they do the flashback yeah. to Maggie the Frog, that one is not included. Hmm. Oh, interesting. Uh, I'm not saying they're not going to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, but. Yeah. Well, yeah, we, we can come back to theories a little bit later. What did we think about uh, probably the most contentious scene in <sighs> the episode? Who, who, yeah, who, Arya side boop? Like, who, didn't one of us say that was going to happen? You, so Christian who, put this on, on record last yeah, week, yeah. and I'm, I'm blaming him for putting it out into the universe, because I'm not sure it would have happened otherwise. Look, I have, I have two issues with it. I get it. Maisie Williams, 22, that part doesn't, uh, is fine with me, and the show says Arya is 20 years old. Okay, all that's fine. That's not my issue. My issue is that I don't feel like the writers really know who Arya is supposed to be. Or like George R. R. Martin's like, oh, these things happen. And and so we don't get we don't get the the nuance that takes her to this this character trait. Uh, we just suddenly have it. Mm-hmm. It's like an elevator that you're just getting the next floor and you're not actually getting the elevator ride. Mm-hmm. And so it's just it's hard to see the Arya, especially the Arya you get in season one and the Arya you get now. But it's even hard to see the Arya you got last season or two seasons ago, you know, make these kind of decisions. Mm-hmm. The other thing is, I just wish there was, I would be totally fine with a character in the show who, like, that need for a relationship or, or whatever wasn't necessary. I mean, and we just and I were talking about this. I'm kind of that person. I love my wife. I love my kids. But I'm a person who could totally be alone and be fine. And so I kind of thought... Arya was that person on the show, and I really connected with her on that. And I guess that's not really true, but yeah. I will say that one of the things that I did like about that scene is the gratuitous Gendry thirst shot oh. that happened before that with him all like sweaty yeah. and grimy. It sure is like half undone. Glistening and oh, yeah. I was, like it was the most porno that this this series has been in a while. I like that Gendry was the sex symbol yeah, in yeah. That, that scene. That I could have went without that I could have went without that is scene. Is the word you mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wish they wouldn't have done that. I could have went without that scene. Please. I mean, look, it's better than Sansa getting raped, in my opinion, but. Yeah, uh, I just. It made it, me uncomfortable. <laughs> it did. I was like, uh, I don't know if I like that. Well, Arya was very asexual. You, you, you knew what it was that's, leading that's to. That's yeah, yeah she about, was yeah. very asexual. And all of a sudden, she's like wanting to have sex. And she's taking her pants off and her side boob. I'm like, I don't know about this. It was fine. There's nothing wrong with it. It just, I don't know. It didn't sit right in the moment with me. I was yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, the character just, traits yeah, didn't it was really weird. line up. But. I definitely think part of the problem is Maisie Williams still looks like she's like 12 or yeah. 13, yeah. despite yeah. the fact that she's in her 20s. And the other guy's like, I think Gendry's like 32, I read. He's in his 30s, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I didn't know that much. <laughs> So I don't know. It was it was fine. It was it wasn't like bad. It was just weird. I would yeah, say weird. It was weird. Weird the was right the word. word. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, weird doesn't mean bad. Yeah. It was just weird. Just weird. <laughs> any, Unexpected. Yeah. Any well, other? I expected it. <laughs> I thought I, I didn't like Arya with the Hound. I thought that scene that was one of the, it was a little underwhelming. Yes, what I thought too. Yeah. Like they didn't know what to say to each other. No. Almost. And I I, I thought, do like the Hound's retort. Yeah. The because I think Arya one of Arya's problems is 
Arya can't see necessarily the good in people. So the whole, oh, you never cared about anything. Like, why are you here? And he's like, well, I mean, I cared about you. Yeah, yeah, he said that, yeah. Uh, I thought that was a really good, because she was a child and she couldn't see and she was, yeah. you know, blinded by anger. And I, I thought, I, I, thought I, I, I did, th- I mean, look, I think, I think the interaction was kind of appropriate in the sense that, you know, it's not like, it's not like the hound is going to, uh, either one of them at this point is going to go on like a long monologue about their feelings for one another or anything. I feel like the quiet, masculine head nod version of acknowledgement is the best we're going to get. I, I thought that because they were, we're doing fan service at this point, I wanted her to be like, you know, I fucking killed Marin Trant. Because he made fun of her for killing yeah. Sirio for, you know, her yeah. first, and she should have been like, I fucking killed Marin That's actually a good point. That, and like, that I feel like they could have bonded on that because, you know, that's all they ever talked about was killing people. Yeah. And she like, she's never come forward with what a killer she is now. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like she could have came forward with him. On that scene, man, has, is Barrack have a role anymore besides being annoying? No, but every time he's on screen, I'm like, why doesn't this guy do voice work? He's, he's got, got a great he's voice. He's got a gr- yeah. that great, deep, gravelly voice. Barrack used to not be this like proselytizing like street preacher. But that's what he is now. Yeah. Every time it's the Lord of Light. Yeah, yeah, he t- taken over for Thoros and Mir because yeah, he's, yeah, he, he's kind of Thoros died. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. combined. He's it. kind of playing yeah both yeah. parts there. What do we what do we think about the uh, the general plan that we know of for the uh, for the Battle of Winterfell? It's stupid. Yeah, I mean, my whole thing. I texted you guys. I was like, dude, they're going into the crypt. They're sending the women and the children <laughs> in the, the crypt unable. where there's dead people, and this guy can raise the dead. Like, we're gonna see. Caitlin. I think okay. we're going to see Lady Stoneheart. I think you see Lady Stoneheart, too. 100%. So that's Caitlin Stark. In the book, she's she, she's the leader of the By Brothers Without Samir, Banners. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So she yeah. becomes the leader of the Brothers Without Banners. She's like a zombie with her throat cut who can't talk. And um, they didn't do it in this. One of the only popular threads in the books that they didn't bring over to the TV show. Her whole, her whole mission is to get revenge for the Red Wedding. Yep. Yep. And uh, I think it's a good way that you can incorporate that really popular thing from the books in a cool way. Yep. Well, I, I think this is kind of a natural transition into what we think is going to happen next episode versus general theories, unless you have any other things that you want to talk about in this episode specifically. I don't remember. Uh, the John and Danny moment went about as um, annoying as I thought Absolutely. it was going to. I also like the the oh I like the Sansa like, Danny moment. I like the Sansa Danny Danny moment also because it seemed like they were girl bonding and then Sansa's like you're not getting the North back and she I, <laughs> I have grown to love Sansa yeah, Stark. Yeah. Uh, she is the only one who can call Danny out on mm-hmm. her bull. And uh, that was a great moment. And it's a gr- it's one of the things you were talking about, like like Sansa being a great leader is like Sansa knows how to be like the ass kisser. Yep. And, you know, be cordial and then can turn that like stern mm-hmm. thing on in, the, in a moment. And, and she is one of the few people who I think truly cares about the North. Yeah. Like John says he does, but John cares about everyone surviving the long night. And Sansa's like, I mean, that's important. But I still want to know at the end of that, the North is protected. I, I just think, I think Sansa's, I think John is a great leader of man. I think Sansa is a better ruler. Ooh, that's a good, that's a yeah, good line. That's a good yeah. point. Um, I liked uh, the Heartsbane going to Jorah. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, Sam, yeah. Samuel. Dude, I, th- I thought that was cool. That's a good transition into what we expect to happen because yeah. Jorah is going to die. Yeah. Everything about this episode was goodbye, Jorah. Yeah. Uh, telling, telling Danny she should trust Tyrion and try to make it up with John and Sansa, and then getting Heartsbane from Sam. Yeah, he, like, wrote himself out of the story almost. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's he's, he, he's going to kill a White Walker, mm-hmm. and then he's going to immediately get stabbed by another White Walker. Yeah. 
And then he'll kill that one while he's dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so it definitely the episode is, is leaning you that direction. Mm-hmm. I will say, I, I don't think it's an accident that Jorah gets a fucking sword named Heartsbane. So uh, one of the things that I think is going to be a, a big part of the next episode, which is something that we haven't really encountered that much so far with the White Walkers, is that people are going to have to start fighting their dead friends and family. And I definitely think that's going to be something that comes up in the next episode. You think we get some, like, cameos? Yeah, no, I would I mean, well, Lady Stoneheart would be yeah. like, yeah, but, Sean Bean without a head. And I also think I don't think that Carrying it in his arm. <laughs> I also think there's a very real possibility people will fall in battle and get back oh, up. Oh, for sure. And, and yeah. so you'll, you'll have the same people coming back. Um, look, one of my big favorite theories, again, because I hate Danny as a character, has always been that Jorah is the fucking chosen one and will be driving the fucking sword through her heart. I mean, he absolutely could. He when, could be when, a Zorahai. Right, when, when, when you know, she turned into the Mad Queen or whatever, it's also possible that he does that same thing when she gets turned into a fucking White Walker. Uh-huh. Because, yeah. again, he has a sword called Heart's Vein. Yeah. There's so <laughs> many. Jorah would be good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just know a lot of people are going to die next I, episode. I, I don't think Danny's going to go next episode just because no. I don't. Th- they they set up that John Danny thing, yep. and they're not going to resolve it next episode. And, no, they're going to have the. Are we really going to talk about this right now? Yeah, talk? exactly. Yeah. So I, I think I think they both have to survive to the next one. But I I, I like that idea of a if story you guys line. had to pick five people to die, who would you pick? Danny. Ooh. Brienne is definitely. Oh, you talking about who do I think's yeah, gonna die? Yeah, who do you think's gonna Brienne's die? Brienne's definitely gonna I just die. I who I wanted to die. I mean, Jorah's pretty high up there. Jorah, Brienne, Podrick. Podrick. Yes, Podrick. Well, did Podrick get movie star hair? No, no. That's what I didn't understand. <laughs> well, that, that's see, that's the problem. We we talked about this. Is uh, Podrick has now completed his arc, right? Yes. <laughs> he has achieved the most he will ever achieve. So yeah. he has to just get cut down in 100%. his prime. Yep. So yeah, no. Podrick is definitely dying. My my five would be Jorah, Podrick, Missandei. Yep. I really think Brienne's going to die. That's my number one, because her, her whole arc finished on this episode, too. Brienne is likely. And because she's you, on the field. You had such a great moment yeah. with her. Uh, it would be such a Game of Thrones thing to do. She, she would have to die doing something crazy noble, yeah. though, because it's hard to imagine even yeah. even just a bunch of whites taking her out. My other, and I don't want it to be true, but I think Jamie might die. Yeah. Uh, Theon. Theon's gonna die. Theon's gonna die. Yeah. I, I also <laughs> oh, I was I liked Bran's interaction with um, Jamie in the woods, where he, you know the whole like, well, I would still be Bran Stark. Like, yeah. that was the most human moment we've gotten out of Bran in you, two you, seasons. You know, someone someone brought up this great point. There's a, there's a good moment in the episode where uh, Tyrion just like drags up a chair and is like, "Let's chat, Bran. Yeah. You fucking weirdo. Why don't we do that more? This dude has the absolute history of everything that's ever happened." You'd think that, I understand that he's kind of off-putting, but you'd think he'd just kind of want to know. I read a theory this week that Bran dies and Tyrion would become the new Three-Eyed Raven. <laughs> oh, because he That's, knows everything. Because he knows things. Yeah. That seems like a stretch. But. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I'm excited for the next episode. I think it's going to be, So yeah, I like the battle episode, so yep. I think it'll be cool. It's going to be the longest on-screen battle ever, I think. Mm-hmm. And there's something, I do think the crypt theory that we're tossing around is true. Definitely. Because, like, even in the promos for this season... Arya's running they, from the crypt, well, right? No, but even, they've all taken place in the crypt. Like, the previews like, mm-hmm. have all been, they've shot oh, the crypt you're right. Yeah. You're right. stop So, the, the crypt's where it's going to go down. I, I definitely think it's a big part of it. Um, one of the other things that people have pointed out over the past week is, while we see several of the other White Walkers, we do not see the Night King or the dragons. No, he's the, not in it at all. So the, the question is, is he there, and they just chose not to show him in that episode, or is he not part of the Battle of Winterfell at all? Yeah, I hear I, that. That what, the, the theory I read is that, um, you know, Danny had that theory in Halcyon Dying where she's in the, the throne room, King's Landing, and it's snowing and there's no roof. And that means that maybe the Night King has gone to King's Landing with a second army and is going to... I mean, even of, if he just went 
with the fucking dragons. Yeah, and just what blow that do? up until, and kill Cersei, which is very possible. Yeah. You're right. It's very noticeable that he isn't there at all. Yeah. I mean, it, it's not something I think I had really thought about when watching it, mm-hmm. but like within 30 minutes afterwards, I'm like, why didn't we see the Night King? Mm-hmm. And there's no dragon. Like, you would have thought the shot be, you see the dragon. The dragon up. flying over the yeah, armies. But yeah. instead you see that, this is the one from the trailer, the, the yeah. horse hoof yeah. step down. Because it would, if the dragon was there, it would probably, it would mess up this, like, because they're going to have a big battle scene. If the dragon's there blowing fire on Winterfell, that messes them all up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there's going to be something, it's going to, it's going to subvert expectations. You're right. I don't think the dragon is at Winterfell. No, I don't think so either. I don't know where he's the, at, the but idea I do of not him, think... The idea of him going to King's Landing is is very interesting. Yep. Because, I mean, you have the Golden Company there now. You have the Tyrell army, too, because I believe they took over... Well, they got uh, killed by the Lannisters. Oh, you're right, you're right. You're but right. I don't know. There are probably some left, you know what I mean? The other thing is when no, Bran... Then they use them against Daenerys, and that's who Daenerys murdered, right? Because... Well, no, I think... The uh, they got were. they they paid off the Iron Bank when they stole the Tyrells' money when um they gave away uh, Castle no, Rock. We're getting two in the weeds. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, Bran's also seen a theory where like you see King's Landing in the shadow of the dragon. Mm-hmm. That's that sounds to me like very possibly. We always thought that was Danny and her dragon. You're right. Yeah, it could be probably the Night, King. the Night King and his dragon. Very much could be. It would make more sense. I don't, do you think Bran's gonna die with his? You know, trying to something's gonna happen with Bran because he's in him as bait. His whole thing is to get the night. There's King. definitely something weirdly suspicious about the fact that Theon is guarding her, him, in the in the garden. I don't know what's going on there, but yeah, there's something odd about that to me. You think Bran like wargs into Theon and kills somebody? That's what I'm not sure. I was yeah. thinking that because <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, that dude is weird. super powerful yeah. at this point. I'm, yeah. I suspect he could probably warg into things that are more mindful than Hodor. Yeah, it would be a very like Doctor Strange thing to go for Bran that way, like. Doctor Strange giving up the Time Stone in Infinity War feels a lot like Bran being like, put me here intentionally so that I may die and everyone can win. Because he does say, keep, he says, you know, how do you know there will be an after? Maybe he doesn't know because he can't see it because yeah. he's going to be dead. Yep. It's the tachyons. I don't know. I thought it was good. I'm excited for it. <laughs> yeah, so, me too, I'm man. I'm excited for his episode three. I thought that was one of my favorite ones. It was all better than last season, too. Oh, absolutely. For, it's like, better anything, than the last anything, two seasons. Yeah, anything that happened last season yeah. was better than. And, and genuinely, just Tormund on Brienne is the purest thing I've ever seen in, yeah. in my entire life. I like that he was the first one to stand up and cheer yeah. for her. Yeah. And he's great. <laughs> that, yeah. the, the Giant's Milk story was great. Like, yeah, he's... he's is, is the big woman the here? Woman, big yeah. Woman. yeah. yeah. <laughs> as soon yeah. as he got into Winterfell. He's, and he's just, he's got those crazy eyes down yeah. so well. Oh, yeah, God. that guy's awesome. I love that guy. Yeah, he's good. So yeah, no. It, uh, actually, you know what? He might actually be on the on the table for people. Possibly oh, he's going gonna out. probably die. That's gonna be. I a think bummer. almost everyone at that fireside. Ed, Ed is dying. Yeah, yeah. That was a nice moment. Also, yeah, for those that three. was actually. That That's was, a callback all the way to episode one. Yep. Or two. That was also some of the best actual like Ed, like Ed from the book. Yeah. Where where he everything that he says is kind of like a a, a pithy sad remark about yeah. the state of the world. Yeah, no, it it was just a really solid episode all the way around. A really great moment for Sam too to Yeah. to remind people of how much Sam has done mm-hmm. for It's the hair, man. They would all be dead if it weren't for Samuel Tarley. It's brought him so much confidence. I like yep. when he's like I've killed Thens and he's like a Then. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. We're done. That's it. That's all right. It. Yeah. Be on the lookout for for just more content we have coming forward. We'll have uh, the Avengers spoiler free and uh, spoiler full review. Yeah, we coming. need to stay on that when we do this after this. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Be uh, true. We're to bad it. at that. <laughs> and uh, we'll we'll be back to our regular episode schedule next week. So uh, thank you guys for listening. We'll we'll do another Game of Thrones recap next week. Most likely. If you want to get in touch with us, you can reach us at 
realphonies at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter at realphonies and on Instagram at real underscore phonies. Thanks to Zach Evans for art and Brian Velasquez for our theme. We'll see you guys next week. Later. <laughs>